0: Hello, Christopher here. We're getting ready for part two of our big Violon epic. Now, just a quick reminder that you can get these episodes as much as a week earlier than the main feed and other extras, too, if you join Exoplanetary's Patreon at patreon.com exoplanetary. This month, we added a new occasional feature we're calling Exopedia. These are in-depth histories of our characters and we'll update them from time to time with new information and, and fan art if you send it in. We've started with Alice Wolverton. Now, who should we do next? Let me know. Join us over at Patreon.com Exoplanetary for this and, and more stuff. Now, if you can't support us financially, you're always helping out by spreading the word. Let your friends, family, and followers know about Exoplanetary. Listen with them and get them to subscribe. Have them join you by following us at Exoplanetary Media on Facebook, Exoplanetary on IG, you know, Instagram, the gram, and on Twitter at ExoplanetaryPod. Now, if you have a question for our show or one of our actors or crew, be sure to send it to us with the hashtag #AskEXO. Again, hashtag #AskEXO. Just send it to us through any of those social media, and we'll we'll try to respond to all of them. Now, on with part two. Exoplanetary, the adventures of the space-faring Wolverton family and their friends far in the future. Tonight's episode, The Purple Rain.
1: doing what I was sent here to do, Owls! This planet now belongs to exoplanetary corporations.
2: Horrible! You aren't the person I fell in love with! I'm
1: not a a person. You aren't a human. Don't you understand?
2: I am a person! I'm a post-human.
1: You can fire all day, but now that I'm taking over this planet, your weapons aren't enough to harm me. I
3: couldn't
4: do this. Get out. Ah! Ah! Oh my god! Are you alright? Are you alright, baby?
3: Annette didn't get my face!
4: I I think he just burnt your arm, baby. Oh good!
3: I'd hate to uh, upset the
5: viewers. Frankie! Carry him off that way. I'll cover you. I got him! Get him down this hill. We'll be out of range. <laughs> I'll take it from here, Jonas. There's medical equipment in their shuttle down by the beach.
6: Pretty badly burned, but he can be moved.
5: Annette will help me keep him steady. And you, Alice? Hey! Snap out of it! Yes, Yes. Yes. sorry. Sorry. I hear you. I don't know who you think that exo-traveler is, Alice, but he's not a friend to anyone on this planet. That includes you and me. You hear me? I'm not a a child, am I? I understand what just happened. Do you? Because you look like you're about to cry.
6: Don't be so hard on her.
5: My compassion is reserved for the innocent and the helpless. My sentimentality is only for people who don't fire weapons at me. When I come back here, we're going to figure out a way to get Peter to leave, or we're going to destroy him. We're going to save this planet. You ready to do that? Yes. Good, I just don't want you to... No, I understand. All right. Annette, you take his ankles and steer. I'm strong enough to do the heavy lifting.
6: Are you all right? I
2: will be. I just had so many hopes. We came here Peter, looking for Peter. My Peter.
6: This, uh, exo-traveler is based on Peter, but he's not the same individual, I take it?
2: I don't know what that monster is supposed to be.
6: You were both human. Then you became machines, huh?
2: In spite of the change, in spite of the fact that my human body died, I still think of myself as human. As a person. Huh. He's put up his force field. How do we get through that? Not with lasers. lasers.
6: Post-human. Human Human once, now, uh, something more.
2: Hmm. Uh, yes. That's the word for what we are.
6: Uh, I suppose that could describe me, too. I was Jonas, but now Jonas is part of, uh, Violon. I'm still me, but now I'm, I'm more.
2: How did that happen? Did you know when you came here?
6: Well, it's a long story.
2: Looks like we have some time.
5: there frankie almost there he's breathing steady and his heartbeats okay he'll live but he'll probably be out of it for a bit
4: we've got a nanomed rebuilder provided by exomedics thanks exomedics
5: hey stop talking to that drone camera this isn't your show sorry of course i swear if people don't start snapping out of it i'm gonna go full terminator
4: Isn't this exo-thing working? Oh no. We haven't been here for over a day. The resource codes were only for 20 hours. The shuttle powered down.
5: How long will it take to get it running again?
4: A few hours. Crap! Should a nun be
5: talking like that? Should a nun be talking like that? Oh, listen, lady. Not having a good day. I'm trying to save a planet. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. We just need to find some ointment for his burns. Have anything like that on board? We used to, but we can't pack much. I'll check. While you do that, I'll hop over to that village. It's possible those... Uh
1: Uh-oh. What?
5: What's happening now? There... There's a bunch of animals out here. They're just sitting there like they're waiting. Purple. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle.
6: For years, I was an executive with Exoplanetary. Unlike many of my peers, I didn't seek power. I only wanted money. I needed as much as I could get my hands on, because I lived with a terrible secret. I was claustrophobic. Growing up in small rooms and tiny corridors all over the solar system caused me endless anxiety. As a child, I quickly found solace in sports. Rugby. The game required a pitch, a wide open area. Oh, and I could breathe freely in the time I played. It drove me to become better, to train every spare hour, to win money for grateful gamblers. I was able to cultivate a career, hobnobbing with what passed for nobility in our time the executives. I glad handed my way from one desk job to another. Open plan workspaces gave way to spacious private offices with large windows. I was no less driven in the corporate world. My sanity depended on my ability to exist within the largest rooms I could find. Memories of the broom closet apartment I grew up in was enough to push me to greater and greater success. My career eventually led me to the Exoplanetary Board of Directors. The wealth I earned as a captain of industry afforded me a massive home. I called it the Fishbowl, a satellite that orbited the moon surrounded by thick glass, the same kind they used to protect the Apollo footprints in Armstrong Park. The solar shields protected my privacy, but allowed me to survey the entire moon from orbit, or even visit other planets. In the bottom floor, though, was my most prized accomplishment. (laughs) I found her in the genetic archives brought from Earth, cloned from a thoroughbred. I named her Lavender. She lived in a stable, and I built a large, grassy area for her to gallop and play. It was a strange field, but I was happy. I would spend hours riding her in a simulation of a perfect meadow, endless in size, with chemically freshened air, and even rain, and then one day, it malfunctioned.
5: I saw behind the curtain.
6: And after that, she was no longer the same. Lavender knew that she was locked up in a room. She would ride, but she lost her spark, and I did too. There was a part of me that always knew that. Just as I was fooling Lavender, I was fooling myself. So long as I lived in space, I would always be shut away in a tiny room. I despaired. I spent my days in my office staring out at the lunar skyline and pondering how I could make it right for Lavender. I raised her from a filly, and her happiness was my only joy. Earth was filled with barbarian women and super mutants, too dangerous for my needs. Once the exoports opened, galaxies of pristine worlds became available. This was what I'd worked and driven my entire life for. I hired a scout to discover a world with fresh air and fields of grass. I sold my exo-shares and quit the board. Good riddance. On Vylon, I knew I could build a mansion that would put the fishbowl to shame. When I arrived, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Exotic and purple. My favorite color. Lavender was running and free once more. Oh, lifted my heart in a way I'd never known. No matter that my scout turned purple, no matter that he decided to stay, no matter. I staked out my land, built fences, and started herding the news. One day, I. I was riding, and I I heard something strange.
2: I think it might rain. Would you
4: like me to head back?
6: The village was miles away, and the drones building my home and planning our food were silent. How could I hear a voice?
4: I'm thirsty, Jonas. I want a drink of water.
6: The voice was in my mind, I realized. Had isolation driven me mad after only a week? My medical equipment detected nothing but heavier than normal breathing and an accelerated heartbeat. Anxiety. Overwork, I thought. Must be. I took a sleeping pill. In my dreams, the change revealed itself to me. I stood at the banks of a rushing river, churning violet water, and heard the same voice.
5: You are welcome to this world, Jonas. But you see yourself as its master. That will never happen. We are Violon, not just the beasts and the plants and the land, but you, you are Violon as well, Jonas. You are Violon. You will never leave this world
2: again. You will never leave this world, for you are one with it.
6: I cut my hands and drank from the river. I walked in until I tread water. It was my own idea, but somehow it wasn't, the line between me and this voice blurred we became one.
5: Look at all these guys. Purple little sea pups. I count about ten of them.
4: With little fingers! Look at those baby fingies. What are
5: the ones in the back doing with that seaweed? They're grinding it up with rocks. Hello, lady. We
3: comes to help.
4: Yes, we helps the male. Well, aren't you just darling? Such sweet babies. Yes, please just stand aside. We helps them.
3: Yes, please us oh, help.
4: Of course. Come on through, sea puppers. Whoa, what the
5: hell are you doing? Didn't you hear them? They're here to help Frankie. Hear what? I can't hear anything but you and the waves. Well, I heard that. Excuse me.
4: You can't hear them talking. They're cute little sea pupper voices.
5: Only for Viola. It's the same thing that's turned you both purple. You can communicate with the sea puppers somehow.
4: Oh my gosh. I'm a Disney princess.
5: The sea puppers are making a kind of ointment out of seaweed and applying it to Frankie's burns. Fascinating.
2: Violon Violon is intelligent? intelligent. Sentient? Well,
6: not quite. In the beginning, there was a tree that came to grow special acorns. Soon, Mm -hmm. there was a forest of them. A critter ate an acorn. Then, she started helping the trees. And the trees gave all the critters acorns. 7,000 years later, the intelligence achieved what we think of as sentience. The entire planet became a collective being, capable of language and reason and Whatever other skills it picks up along the way.
2: So it's holding you all prisoner? Oh,
6: not at all. We just live here. Every living biological entity on this planet is connected. We communicate with each other. We help one another. We give each other what we need. Vyland wants for nothing.
2: A telepathic group intelligence covering an entire planet.
6: Oh, the oceans too. It's beautiful, Alice. It's a life I never would have known to ask for, but it's one that fills me with joy. I only hope your friend down there isn't ending it.
2: I won't let that happen, Jonas.
6: We appreciate your help, Alice. This attack has the entire planet frightened. I can feel it. In the soil, in every blade of grass.
2: Mother Invention and I stopped another rogue exo-traveler just over a year ago. But she didn't have a force field.
6: Without the force field?
2: We might stand a chance. But he need to be confused. Distracted.
6: Oh, I see. A distraction. How tough are you exo-travelers?
2: We're built to withstand deepest space. But we aren't indestructible. A physical threat would need to be overwhelming.
6: And your force fields? It's like a dome over him. Is he completely enveloped?
2: Good question.
5: Wonder.
4: What you wondering? How the sea peppers learned first aid?
5: You're in my personal space a little.
4: It's called a two-shot. Smile!
5: Is that camera drone always on you? Yeah. Even when you sleep? Isn't it weird having someone watching you?
4: Our patrons pay 50 credits a month to watch us sleep. I try not to think about it too much. Back to the problem. What were you wondering about?
5: I was wondering how the telepathic connection works. Did the sea puppers feel your concern, or did they respond to subconscious commands from Frankie?
4: I'm not sure. I can hear them in my mind as clear as my own internal voice.
5: Excuse me, please. Hi done.
4: Goodbye, little sea puppers. Thank you.
5: Where does the information about making seaweed ointment live? Is it in every creature? Or is it just everywhere? Could I tap into it? How? I don't know.
4: I wonder if there's a way to disconnect from it.
5: Whatever's making you purple has also made some changes to your DNA. Frankie's as well. That's no good. Wait. Why are you grimacing? You're, uh... also turning more violet. You're like a ripe grape. I'm not sure what the polite term for this would be.
3: And violetting? I give up. It looks nice on you, sweetie.
4: Frankie! Oh my goodness! How are you feeling?
3: A little crispy, but I'll live. I had the strangest dream.
4: Save it for the patrons-only blog, sweetie.
3: That's just it, Annette. I don't know if we can leave Violon now.
4: What do you mean?
3: The changes. I, I could feel you and the sea puppers communicating, even while I was passed out. I could hear every insect. I can hear those little tufts of seagrass talking. These changes, they're permanent?
4: So what? So we will be purple.
3: We will. But here, on Violon. Forever? Forever.
4: But what about our show?
5: Maybe you could live in the village. Learn how they make those little purple pots.
4: This is serious mother invention. Frankie and I fought hard to build this life for ourselves.
3: Our show is very important to both of us. It's not about money or attention. It's just a way of sharing ourselves with the entire galaxy.
5: I apologize. I do understand how disruptive and strange this must feel.
4: It feels like some cosmic joke. Yesterday I couldn't think of anything more important than getting away safely. Now, I can't imagine leaving. It's like my entire being is connected to this planet. Forever.
3: Gosh, I feel the same way.
2: Why do you still whistle the Lavender? Can't you just Just think at her?
6: It only works if she's within about ten feet from me. Hello, girl. Hello, Lavender.
2: Hello, Lavender. Hello.
6: She said hello. She's a little shy.
2: So you still have unique personalities. You're just connected.
6: That's right. But the connection is permanent. If we left, we'd die.
2: The universe seems full of wonders and danger.
6: Moving beyond Earth has changed us. The further we explore... The stranger we may become.
2: I think you're right. I had no idea how strange.
6: Let's head on down to the beach, see how they're holding up down there. Here, hop up. You can ride with me.
2: I probably shouldn't. Looks can be deceiving. I weigh about 900 pounds. Metal and crystals, mostly. I wouldn't want to hurt Lavender.
6: Well, you can't tell.
2: Yeah, I can change my exterior to look human, but I can also do this.
6: My goodness. She turned into a horse.
2: This way I can keep up with Lavender.
6: Sounds like a plan. Giddy up!
2: Hiya! I'll run with her, Jonas, but I'm your only horse, right?
3: easy being purple.
5: I'm sure you'll adjust. What are you looking at, Mother Invention? Looking at this planet. The fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and every creeping thing that creepeth upon Violon. And your strange connection to it all. I think about that and how I don't really have any kind of connection. I don't belong to anyone. I don't have any close friends. I don't have a family.
4: Do androids
5: dream of electric
3: families? What about Alice Wolverton? Isn't she your friend?
5: I'm only here with Alice because she found me and repaired me. I don't really know her all that well. But you will in time, surely? I don't know. I suppose. I'm made to have these feelings. I have compassion and I care and I love, but that's for everyone for no reason. What if I could love someone or something for a reason?
3: Are you talking about romance or a
5: hobby? She's talking about passion. Yes, that is what I meant. How do you have passion? You just sort of, I don't know, discover it.
3: I took one look at Annette at our team planning meeting, and I just knew I had to be with her.
4: That's so sweet. Get over here, you. Cam drone, get that hillside in shot.
5: PDA time. (laughs) Humans are so flipping weird. Look! Coming down the hill! Howdy. Howdy. Where'd you get the other horse, and why isn't it purple? It's me! Go. Go! Jeez. There's enough people talking to animals around here. You had me worried. Let me switch back. Ah.
2: That was fun. I need to play with these abilities.
6: Peter has a force field now. We've been discussing some options.
2: I wanted to compare notes with you. We'll do that on the way back. I wanted
5: to say something. I was harsh with you earlier. I didn't understand your feelings about Peter because I've never had those feelings before. Not as mother invention.
2: And I worry that as Catherine maybe I had trouble then too. I shouldn't have let my feelings get in the way of a dangerous situation.
5: Yes, but I have feelings too. I've spent most of my existence not thinking about them. Now that I'm aware, I'm aware of Catherine now and I should probably figure out what it means to be
2: Catherine. I can do that without tearing down my friends. I'm glad you think of me as a friend. Of course. Listen. We need to save this planet right now. But I want to help you figure out this Catherine thing, if you want help. I do. I appreciate that, Alice. You're very kind.
6: Yeah, I'll get Frankie and Annette back from the beach. I got a little solar-powered rover down by the village.
2: I'll turn back into a horse. Cowgirl up, Mother Invention. Hi-o, Wolverton.
1: Here to mete out some frontier justice?
5: (sighs) You know, Alice, I don't
2: know what you ever saw in this guy. Mine was tailored. This one's off the rack.
1: Oh, let's dispense with the witty repartee. I'm just here to do a job. You two were here on vacation. I'm not a Bond villain, and you two aren't the Legion of Flipping Superheroes.
2: I'm not the type to sit by and let you steal from an entire civilization. Me neither, especially not if that civilization is
1: asking for our help. And what are you going to do then? Neither of your weapons can get through this force field.
2: We're not getting through it, Peter. We're asking you to take it down.
6: follow me?
4: I'm still getting adjusted to this pylon stuff. It's strange having everything in my head.
6: I understand. It's disorienting at first, but we don't have time to get you both up to speed. So you just want us to think what you're thinking? When I give you the signal, that's right.
4: Where do we stand? Do we have to get very close?
6: Not too close. About 20 feet away. North, south, east, and west.
3: How do we do that if there's only three of us? I'm standing at west. I'm Lavender. I'm the horse, not the rover.
1: not taking anything down. This planet is too valuable for anyone to get sentimental.
5: Violon is valuable for the trillions of life forms that make up its collective mind. It could be unique in the universe for all we know. Or change
2: how we think of planets. Uh,
1: It has iron, nickel, and plenty of good fresh water and oxygen. That's all that matters to exoplanetary. I have orders.
2: Exo-travelers were based on human minds so that we would have imagination and judgment. So what? Was that just so much balloon juice?
1: I'm imagining how wealthy my masters will be. By my judgment, this planet has what they need.
2: You should ask him if the new Alices are jerks too. No, we've tried reasoning with him. That's over now.
6: position. North.
4: South.
3: East. West.
6: Good. Now close your eyes. Take a deep breath and call to them. Rise. Rise.
3: Rise, rise rock rockworms worms. To, to the surface. The surface. To the help, us. help us. Help us. Save, save, violons. Us. save uh, violons. Rise. Rise. Rise rockworms. rockworms. To, save. Save. to the, the surface. Help us. Save violons
0: to the surface.
3: Rise. Help us. Rise rockworms. Help us. Rise, rockworms. To the surface. Help us. Save violon rise.
2: Jonas told me about them. He calls them rock worms. They exude an acid that burns through titanium, and they seem to have come up from underneath your force field. Force fields should be a complete sphere. Force field 101, really. No,
1: no, call them off! Call them off!
5: Just turn off your force field and fly away, smart guy. We can't do
1: all the thinking here, man. I don't need a force field to take care of you.
2: Now! Now! Lava!
5: It's melting me! It's horrible! It is, but if he's determined to threaten this planet, she has the right to defend herself.
6: Yes, Peter. You wanted to
3: make Violon part of you. Let me show you how that feels.
2: He's gone. There was no way to convert him, was there? And we couldn't do the thing we did with Dorothy, could we? Exo would have known how to get around that. Are you going to be fine with this? I'll be fine. I just hope we find a better way if we have to do this again. Exo needs to learn that they don't hold dominion over the entire universe. I agree with that. But in standing in their way, they'll be coming for us, you know? I'm ready for that. Aren't you? I've already been to war, Mother Invention. I'm not eager to take that path again. War is what happens when two Sovereigns clash. This isn't war. What is it, then?
5: Revolution.
2: Prince and the Revolution.
5: (laughs) (laughs) This purple planet is getting to us.
3: You should take the rover.
4: That's so generous.
3: We couldn't accept.
4: We want you
2: to have it.
6: Lavender and I have noticed how distressed you've been about being stranded here on Violon.
2: But Violon needs to make itself known to outsiders.
6: So while you can't leave, you can still make your show. Tell people what exists here on Violon. Show them how to visit safely and treat our home with respect.
3: That's an amazing
2: idea. What we tell our patrons.
4: We'll tell them it's a spin-off.
5: They'll love it.
2: That's a good marketing decision.
5: Thank goodness you both came by. It's been one for the books. I'm starting to like being a superhero.
2: We appreciate you
3: saving us both. And for our new home.
5: We'll always remember you. It's always good to make new friends. Now we have a whole planet of them.
2: So will Peter? He won't be bothering you again. That lava made short work of him.
5: But if you do hear from another exo-traveler, you should call for us again.
2: Yes, definitely. It was so good to meet you guys. Hi, so meet yes. you. Yes. Hi,
4: Safe space travel. Yes. Thank you.
2: Will they be fine, Jonas?
6: That rover's pretty reliable. They have plenty of beaches to surf. If something bad happens, word will get to someone who can help.
5: A whole planet where everyone looks after each other. Every creature in harmony. It's too good to be true.
6: It's not perfect. Mother Invention made a good point. Now that Exo knows about us, I have a feeling they'll be back.
2: If we all look out for each other and take care of these worlds, we can fight back. Together.
6: Without you, we'd have been outmatched.
5: I don't know. You're pretty leathery, Jonas. You could have made do without us.
6: Well, thank you. I think...
2: She just means that she's happy that we were able to be of assistance to Violon. Do they have to leave?
6: Lavender's asking if you have to leave. You don't, you know. We'd welcome you, even if you couldn't join
2: Violon. We appreciate that. I have a feeling that this isn't the only planet Exo has designs on, though. They might need us, too.
6: Well, we appreciate having someone out there looking out for us. Happy trails, and Violon
2: con Dios. Bye Bye, Jonas. Jonas We'll always remember you Farewell and thanks You always have a home here
5: I was thinking something What's that? If we're going to be traveling together for a while, we need to find a spaceship. Having you hold me like this is going to get old.
2: First opportunity, I promise.
5: That said, I could get to enjoy adventuring. Maybe that was Catherine's calling
2: all along. Should I be calling you Catherine now?
5: I don't know. Maybe just MI for now.
2: Sure. Maybe it will change. The further we
5: travel, the more we learn about ourselves.
2: Jonas said, the further we explore, the stranger we may become.
5: Stranger than a planet where every living thing is telepathically connected?
2: It's not a competition. That said, we should prepare ourselves.
0: You have been listening to Exoplanetary, The Purple Rain, written by C. Christopher Hart, Performed by.
5: Theriel Elliott as Alice Wolverton. Stephanie Leet as Mother Invention.
6: Sam A. Mowry
0: as Jonas. Rob Bacours as Peter.
5: Renee Bordelon as Annette.
0: Curtis Anderson as Frankie.
2: Rhiannon Dowling as Lavender and the World of File One.
0: Produced by Seacrest for Heart. Music provided by Jacob Jansen. Sound effects by Danger Marshall. This play, The Characters, Situations, and Associated Intellectual Property, Copyright 2019, by Seacrest for Heart all rights reserved. Recorded at the Willamette Radio Workshop in sunny Portland, Oregon. I hope you enjoyed that, friends. It's Christopher again. I just wanted to take a moment to read another one of the reviews you've sent in. Now this is for Apple Podcasts from a British listener, Drew B., five, three, two, six, seven. This is a five star review and I'm gonna read it. I'm not gonna do a British accent. Drooby. don't worry. Uh, I just sound like Dick Van Dyke, you know. It's a jolly old day with you, Mary Poppins. You know, I, you don't want that. So, um, Druby says, this is the story of the four siblings of the Wolverton family. They're split over time and space and slowly their stories merge back together exoplanetary is an evil corporation and the story is brilliantly funny and can't wait for more I thank you so much Drew I really appreciate that that's very kind of you to send us a review and I I really do appreciate and thank you for that now those Wolvertons they're sprinkled all over space and time but things keep bringing them back together don't they hmm something to think about well we'll be seeing you again in the near future friends See you next month, I hope. Bye-bye.